Dog Bless You is all about celebrating the love we have for our dogs, which is why I cannot think of a better sponsor for the podcast than our friends at Button Up Box. As well as delivering fresh, healthy meals for dogs that are made with 60% meat, 40% vegetables and lentils, and absolutely no nasties, Button Up Box also genuinely cares about all dogs and their humans. In fact, everything they do is for the love of dogs. And our listeners can fetch 50% off their first two Button Up Boxes by visiting buttonupbox.com slash dogblessyou. That's buttonupbox.com slash dogblessyou to get 50% off your first two boxes. Thank you so very, very much to Button Up Box. Hello and welcome to Dog Bless You, the podcast about rescue dogs, the Wild at Heart Foundation charity and our love of dogs in general. I'm your host, Nikki Tibbles, and in this series, we'll speak to people about their experiences with their companions and how a dog can change your life for the better. But we'll also hear some harrowing stories about the lives of some dogs here in the UK and around the world. More importantly, we'll tell you how you can help end that. But for now, let's meet today's guest. Today on my podcast, Dog Bless You, I am very honoured to welcome the wonderful Gabby Kuhn, the owner of the fabulous terrier, Vinny, who through Vinny has been intent on changing people's lives and started the most extraordinary charity called Paws. What I love so much about Gabby is that Gabby believes every pet has the right to a loving home and every human deserves the right to love a pet. And because of this, Gabby has set up Paws, which is an amazing charity and of whom the foundation is an immense fan. And also, I have to say, we're incredibly grateful, Gabby, for all your support with the foundation because Wild at Heart Foundation and Street Dogs are the two charities that Paul's support and have been amazing in their support with events and our calendar, the Hope Dog calendar, which was supported by Gabby and her amazing charity. So welcome, Gabby. And I guess... For those of you out there who are not aware of Paws, please tell us what it is and and how and why you started such an incredible movement, really. Um, Thank you, Nikki. Um, Thank you for having me on Dog Bless You. Um, Yes, well, Paw House um, came about really out of um, our own experience. So... um, when Vinny was uh, a young puppy, um, we um, we decided to move home, um, and we found a wonderful home. We did everything that we were supposed to do to 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 have Vinny in that home. We got permission to have him. We moved, and um, soon after we moved, we found that a group of residents who didn't like dogs um, were going to um, take action to remove our family member Vinny um, from our home. 
So we decided that this certainly wasn't something that um, we, we felt was right. Um, so yeah. we, we, we embarked, they, they, they took court action against us. Um, and I guess most people would at that point just have walked away. But um, I decided that we needed to take a stand and we needed to take a stand on behalf of all of the people up and down the country who are in similar situations, many of whom I've heard from over, over the years um, since, yeah. since this started. Um, and, and I thought, you know, we, we, we need to take this stand and, and, and we did. And, and it, was, it was something that was, well, to, to be fair, court, court cases are, are, are not very pleasant things. So it, it's something that really did almost destroy me. Um, and oh, I'm so sorry. And because also you, you hadn't actually done anything wrong. You'd moved into your new home with the full knowledge of dogs having a dogs were allowed to live in your apartment building, I believe. Yes. So the lease stated that you could have a dog with permission. Um, yeah. So we sought permission and had written permission to have our dog. Um, and then the residence management company. Um, asserted that they needed to put a, a rubber stamp on the permission um, and essentially um, took took action against us um, because they they decided that they would refuse to do that. Um, but at, at no point in the process was did 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 we realise that that this this was the case or that we, we needed permission from them. Um, and and what what it what it highlighted to me um, and without going into any great detail because there was there was a lot more than the dog. They they we we were in a situation in 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 a new home where quite frankly our face didn't fit and they used our dog as an excuse to 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 push us right. out. Um, and this for me, is a scenario that, that, that people, people should not be in. It's, it's, it's not personal. This happens all the time in the UK. And we, we, need, we, we need some kind of protection against that. And we need, you know, we, we need our animals, as, as you know, Nikki, our, our, our pets are our, our family members. Family, yes. And, and why do you think, um, Gabby, that... Because, you know, it's, it's not like you had like me you know six six barking big dogs um you've got a beautiful little boy Vinny, beautiful beautiful little dog um what why do you why do you think that people feel they have the ability to sort of control change make these sort of decisions based on on what because you know more and more people are getting dogs this is the worry I mean, why do, why do you think this actually happened in in the first place? I mean, because surely with with permission you should have been able to to stay in your in your home with your animal, your family. Um, absolutely. I mean, essentially, a lot of times the problem is is down to in 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 large developments in in, in cities in particular and and in London. Um, you 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 have these groups of people that that manage developments and and, and they have their rules and you know they they they, they almost make them up as, as, as they go along um, and and these 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 clauses in leases I don't believe were ever put in place to persecute I believe that they were put in place to protect so for example if I were moving into a one bedroom or a studio flat with with six dogs I I would accept that that 
that would be that could or would be challenged and and i would consider myself to be an irresponsible dog owner to to to, to want to do that but but as you said vinny is we we took great consideration when 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 we actually decided to get a dog about the size of the dog the type the you know that you you can't control the temperament yeah. but he's he's five kilos he is he's he's a little human essentially um and and he really is no trouble um but 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 the problem the problem that we've got is that you for example could live in a development next door to me um and the people that decide to manage the development in your development could like dogs or even have a dog so therefore they will allow everybody else to have one and the person in my development could just not like animals or not like dogs and they will they will stop everybody else having a pet what was the outcome eventually gabby with this because you went to court i believe didn't you 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 you've tried to fight this through the courts uh, so we we fought for three years we fought all the way to the high court um we won all of our legal arguments which um although we lost on a factual matter has changed things dramatically and and has moved the law forward so you know that there, there was a ruling that you you can't have a blanket ban and 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 various other things but without without going into legalities because i'm not a lawyer and i don't want to to, to state something that, that that's not the case but um but but yes we unfortunately we lost our case and we had to we, we had to pack up our home and you know this was our home it, we it, we weren't renting it this this was this was our yes. home but we wanted to be our forever so home sorry. that's extraordinary i can't actually i mean i i i know obviously what's always happened and i've read about it and i just can't believe that a group of people can be so mean and behave so appallingly and to literally you having to move out of your home because of one person not wanting a tiny dog in a in a development of a uh, property um, it's unbelievable because uh, there's no also i believe there's no government legislation that works either way i i 55% of the landlord of land of landlords i believe and of which of course you weren't renting your property you know there's still some sort of gray area about having dogs but you know this is this is a property you owned so really theoretically you should be able to do keep as many animals children as you want in your own home absolutely and you know the the, the chancellor of the high court during our hearing he he actually said that he had never met a group of people that had such a virtual dislike to dogs um and and he and he spoke about his own dogs and um but as you said there there is no legislation um there, there is no legislation yet um you know we i established poor house yes to create a social hub for 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 dog lovers dog owners etc but our our end goal was always to be to end pet discrimination um and thankfully um a very lovely MP called Andrew Rosendale has literally present has um, presented a bill to Parliament um, to be known as Jasmine's Law, which yeah. will stop landlords discriminating against people who want to rent with pets. Um, because pet ownership, as you know, has increased dramatically, um, even even in the years since since we, since we went through this process. Um, you know, London and, and the UK, it is dog friendly. We 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 do we do love our, our animals, but, yes. but these kind of 
unregulated clauses. They're, they're affecting everybody. They're affecting tenants. They're affecting people in social housing. They're affecting people, homeless people on the streets who can't get into temporary accommodation. So yeah. we, we're, we're so excited about um, Andrew's Jasmine's Law and his hashtag, a pet in every home, because essentially yeah. when, when, I, when I watched him present his bill, um, you know, in 10 minutes, he summed up everything that we have aimed to achieve since since our inception so i'm 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 just i i just hope that every dog lover in in the country will will get behind this lawn and make it happen yes and and congratulations gabby because really without you and your story and your determination jasmine's law would not have been passed and what exactly now is i mean how would that have for example, if Jasmine's Law had been in place three years ago, when you found yourself in the situation with, with Vinny in your uh, apartment building, how would that have helped you now? I think, well, um, firstly, sorry to, to clarify, I, I, I'm, my excitement with Jasmine's Law may have suggested that it has been passed. It hasn't been passed. It's been oh, introduced okay. to Parliament. Um, and and what, we need to, what we need to do is ensure that it is passed. Um, I, I do believe that if uh, there's, there's, been a, there's been a lot of, a lot of positive movement and a lot of a kind of chatter and a lot of positivity around um, ending pet discrimination and you know, keep, the keeping of pets, et cetera, over the last couple of years. Um, and I think that you know, if, 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 if we had had this, this bill in Parliament um, four years ago when we were going through what we were going through, um, I, I think the, the people that took us to court would, would have had to think twice about going through with it. I mean, I, I know at the time that they, they were advised against it even by their own legal people, but, but, but if, if, if we had parliamentary support, and, and it's, it's amazing to watch, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not political and Poor House is not political, but I've watched a number of parliamentary debates on pet and animal welfare recently. And yeah. the, the, the cross party, you know, the, these, these people put their political issues aside because they love animals. The number of MPs in parliament with pets who love pets, who care about animals, it's, it's phenomenal. And, 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 and you know, I, I, I do think that they, the cross party element they, they they want to do what 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 they can to um to, to help pets in 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 every way that we can you know um, everything from animal cruelty pet theft um and and obviously this this jasmine's law a pet in every home so how can we how can anyone listening help this law to be passed what can we do to help you and to get behind Jasmine's Law. Okay, well, my understanding um, from Andrew Rosendale is that it, it, it's a private member's bill, which has had its first hearing and it's been passed. It's having a second hearing on the 29th of January. Um, but, but really what, um, what Andrew is, is aiming to do is, is for the government to, to, to pick this up before, you know, the, the, the actual process of the second reading and et cetera, et cetera, could, could take years and years and years, but, but the government could, with, with, with enough support from our, our dog-loving nation, the government could um, decide to, to actually pick up this piece of legislation um, and, and, and push it through without having to go through the, the, the very lengthy process that, that, it, that it 
eventually could take. And, and you know, we, we, we know these, these processes take time. You know, Lucy's Law took 10 years. There, there are many others that, that took years. Of course. But do you think, though, that with the current pandemic and we find ourselves in a, another lockdown and the, the amount of dogs that are being adopted illegally shall I say it's going to become more of a problem surely because you know we we as a charity as a foundation you know we when because we bring over about 50 or 60 dogs every month from all over the globe to be rehomed and you know we have as does Battersea and the the Blue Cross and any rehoming charity you know we have fairly stringent um, application in place so you cannot adopt a dog from us, for example, unless we have written permission from your landlord for people living in rented accommodation, obviously. But unfortunately, with so many people buying puppies that we know are coming from puppy farms and illegal breeders, we know there are thousands coming in every day from Eastern Europe. And if you and I went online now and Googled cockapoo, multipoo, uh, juggle, puggle, whatever, French bulldog, the most popular dog in the country right now, we could probably have one delivered to our door in about half an hour or maybe this afternoon. So there are more people that are getting dogs and possibly, and, and, and no one checks. It's not like, you know, no one's checking, just no one's looking at their, their whether they, they work all day, they can afford their dog, they've got the right home, the right, you know, everything in place to have a dog. And no one's checking to see if they've got permission from landlords. So this could be a sort of, do you think this might actually might help get this bill passed more quickly? Or do you see it as potentially becoming a, a much, much bigger issue? Um, well, going going back to your work, which we, you know, we, we absolutely love your work and, and, and all Thanks. the work you do to, to, to rescue Rescue dogs who who cer certainly aren't aren't as fortunate as, as the dogs who who are who are born in the UK. So um, amazing, but but yes, during lockdown, um, there, there's there's just been this puppy boom, um, and it's twofold really. Um, I mean, it it highlights the the, the importance of, of of pets as companion animals, and and you know some people felt during lockdown that that they would they would get a puppy, they would get a pet. They, they they couldn't go through the the, the channels um, the, the proper channels of of adoption etc and and ed education is so important because people you know I, I think I would like to think that a large percentage of people that went looking for a puppy didn't you know they they they, they just weren't informed enough they they would have had no idea where 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 this where this where this puppy was coming from they would have had no the conditions that it was that it was born in they would have no I had no idea of the condition of of of, of the of the mother or, or 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 the other the other litter but but also yes you we, we have a situation where we now have puppies in homes um or dogs in homes where potentially um the the, the person didn't go through the correct permissions to, mm -hmm. to keep that pet um, and that pet could ultimately end up going into rescue um the rest yep. of them are all you know packed um already um yeah. and, and and i think you know that another positive ele element of of J jasmine's law because there are a lot of there are a lot of campaigns to to end to to end i guess animal welfare campaigns that 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 are 
a lot more important in the in terms of like actually dealing with animal cruelty um mm -hmm. and, and obviously you know they, they i can understand how they would take precedence with people's heartstrings and people supporting them but um there, there is an element of cruelty about a dog been taken away from its its human its owner and put into rescue just the landlord won't won't allow them have them most people are not you most people will give up their dog i mean you know you fought for long years and and moved home because of your dog as would i and so many people listening but you know i i don't think that's very sadly the norm i think if you know and, and i think it's one of the biggest reasons that dogs are taken certainly in the states the biggest reasons that people are uh, dogs are put into shelters is because of landlord um you know if people are moving and they don't have permission from their new landlord they take their dogs to shelters that's the biggest reason in the states for dogs arriving in shelters yep. i don't know if that's the case here of course but and i don't know you know when battersea and the dogs trust and amazing the charities that we have here to support so many uh people with their dogs and and uh that the dogs trust has amazing programs to support people with dogs in their homes or if they've been evicted and and, and so forth but you know it, it's it's a, a huge problem in the states a huge problem and and people do just give up their dogs but you know you are fortunate you are unfortunately you know one of the few as opposed to the the many i believe if people got to move especially again with the pandemic and maybe financial circumstances changing um i think we're going to see a lot of these dogs that have been adopted in a pandemic returned for so many returned to these to shelters for so many reasons and as you say that's cruel yeah know? absolutely it's, it's it's cruel to the it's cruel to the human and it's cruel, cruel to the animal but um you, you mentioned the, the in, in the states. I mean, I, I don't have the statistics, but I, but I know that the charities here um, do state that reason, uh, certainly in the top five reasons of dogs been giving up to rescue. Um, and, and those those, those statistics and, and facts are, are on Andrew Rossendale's campaign um, campaign website. Um, I mean, speak, speaking about about me or us, me, me, my husband and, and, and Vinny taking the action that we did. Um, it's, it's, you know, obviously I would never have given up my dog, but um, I think people, people have very different situations. Um, and there are, there are not many out there who would have the resources to, to do what we did mentally. It's exhausting. It must've been absolutely emotionally and it, emotionally draining and, and utterly exhausting for you um, absolutely i mean the the kind of the setting up of poorhouse saved me as as it were because i had two choices i could just bury my head in the sand and say i've lost or i could do something to to, to make sure that nobody else ever loses in the future poorhouse pets are always welcome and your support of jasmine's law and I guess if we we can support by going looking at the finding it online is there a petition to sign is there any way that people can get involved because you know we can I can, I think you and I can only see that this is going to become even more of an issue in the the coming months and and year as we live in this pandemic sadly 
Um, absolutely. I mean, I think um, you can follow Andrew Rosendale MP on Twitter. He gives regular updates on the campaign. Um, use the hashtag Jasmine's Law. Um, yeah. Use the hashtag a pet in every home. Um, and we, we now have pets in every home from Downing Street to the White House. So, um, you know. <laughs> go Major, and, go Champ. Yeah. And our, um, you know, our, our royal palaces have... have have welcomed our four-legged companions for for generations. So so why, why discriminate against against the, the rest of us? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, we you know there is sadly a lot of ignorance around pets and pet ownership. You know, and it it starts with where your dog comes from. It continues through. I mean, so how are we going to educate people about this and to making sure I mean not only are they adopting or, or buying responsibly but they're not putting themselves and their dogs in jeopardy of actually either being evicted or losing their dog well I, I think I think opportunities like this podcasts like this um you know we, we what we need to do is get people talking um you know we we, we try on our on our poor house blog stroke magazine to 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 address these issues um, and and I think things have moved forward considerably since um, since since the you know that day we got a note six days before Christmas saying um, get rid of the dog or we'll get a temporary injunction against him. I I don't believe that would happen today. And also, you know, we we need to recognise, and most people, I think, do recognise the value of dogs for everyone's mental health. And you know, for somebody out there to be that unkind and vindictive to send that mess that that email communication six days before Christmas to hate a small dog so much what sort of person I struggle to even think what sort of person has a happy life <laughs> I, I mean it's um you know I I I'm very wary of people who don't who, who don't treat animals well and who don't like animals or who tell me they don't like dogs um I, I think I think something you know, something. Another thing that I'm, I'm also very passionate about, and it's something that I know that you, um, as a as a foundation and, and personally, um, are, are working do work with and, and are passionate about it. And that is the education of children on 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 animal welfare and the importance of being kind to animals. And you know, from my point of view, um, not not every home will want an animal, and and there there will there will be parents and, and and families who it's 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 not their thing but 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 just having having that foundation and having that education and understanding that that you know these animals have feelings and they you know it, it, it's a, the kindness and, and 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 tolerance of of your your fellow person and your fellow neighbor um, and you, you know i believe that if we can if we can educate our children the, the next generation of judges and landlords and um what have you we, we we won't we won't have these problems and i mean education i mean we we have we are we've been very lucky that we have um been sponsored by manola blanick to create an education program that we will be taking into schools sadly it's something that was going to happen last september but because of uh covid it's obviously been put on hold and probably won't start until next september now but you know, the whole premise of the education program is not just about, well, it is about animal welfare and kindness and teaching compassion, but it's also about making children aware of 
every issue around animal welfare, uh, whether it's a dog or a cow, pig, what, whatever, and any animal whatsoever. Um, but to teach these children the benefits of having an animal in their life. And if we reach one child, we can educate seven adults so that um, you know, people are more aware of the issues. And of course, again, I keep coming back to where we find ourselves right now in the midst of a pandemic, which is having an effect on everyone's mental health. You know, having an animal around us is so beneficial for, for everyone's, everyone's mental well-being. And we can never underestimate that as something, it's something so, so important. And that's why I've got so much respect, Gabby, for you setting up Poor House for helping raise awareness of Jasmine's Law so that people do have access and can have a dog in their life. And and it shouldn't be so hard and you should never have had to afford the way you have done and moved to in order to, to keep your dog because someone doesn't like a dog. But education is key. Education is key and it's it's something that you know we we as a, a charity, as a foundation have believed in from the very beginning and as I know you're, you're aware we set up the foundation it was really to to deal with the 600 million stray dogs in the world but we cannot deal with that without educating people to be kind to be compassionate to be aware and to and to acknowledge the values that these animals can have and to give us in our lives you know there's no truer companion than than any of our dogs and it makes me so sad to think that people might have to lose their dog because a, a government legislation that is just archaic that doesn't really still fly or has no meaning and depth and 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 actually is I guess sort of is worth nothing well unfortunately it is worth very little at the moment I mean to, to to be fair to the housing minister the government with their model tenancy agreement do actually recognize um, they, they, they they do encourage landlords to um, to to allow people have pets but sadly the model tenancy agreement is a set of guidelines it is um, not mandatory um, and it only applies to the private sector so you know in in some ways yes the government are acknowledging that, that that we are a nation of animal lovers and they are appeasing that demographic but 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 there needs to be actual change and actual legislation in order for things to move forward in the uk that is definitely good to hear so positive change i do sound very political today but it's um it's it's, it's no i love it's it it's all about jasmine's law and changing the law and um and and, and educating educating the nation on, on the, the power of the, the human-animal bond, really. Yes. And I think that people who have dogs and animals will realise and know exactly what we're talking about. So I just, um, I just hope that permanent and lasting change is something that, you know, we can all achieve. And the foundation are right behind you. So if there is anything we can do to help, we will be there in a in a heartbeat and um and i i also love the fact gabby that you work with um street bet because you help street bet who is an, a, again and another 
amazing charity that help dogs on the streets that belong to homeless people, many possibly evicted from their home because of their dog. And you're very involved in Street Vet too. Yes, um, Street Street Vet do amazing work. I mean, you know, obviously, obviously, um, you 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 thank us for our support, um, but um, you you've you've been equally supportive, and I um, you know, I I love working with your team, and we 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 have regular catch ups. But Street Vet, I adore what they do. Um, and I adore any charity that's out there helping the homeless with their dogs. And um, Street Vet is 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 a charity that we have a connection with. And again, the, t- the team is amazing. Um, I, I really, really love working with them. And, and they've also been equally, equally supportive of us. But, you know, Pawhouse, whilst Pawhouse's aim is to end pet discrimination, Pawhouse is also a place that reflects our personality. Yeah. And part of our personality is having fun. So, be, you know, be, before the pandemic we I loved know, having, having events um and and and, and we we will again and we're we're, we're planning a, a big event next next year which will be an aid of both yourselves and street vet called postable can you tell us tell us a little bit about that because we're very excited about your postable uh next year if please god it happens we're allowed by then back out to have some fun um, yes, absolutely. Well, if, if Postable goes ahead, um, which we, we're very hopeful that it will, because we, we've got a number of months until next year, it will be um, a festival for, for dogs um, on the Isle of Dogs, very close to um, where, where we used to live and where we were banished from. So um, we're, you know... Better. <laughs> Even more poignant. I love that. <laughs> Uh, Let's so, get a thousand dogs back in your apartment building. <laughs> um, well, we'll be outside. <laughs> I do love a protest. I wish I'd known years ago. I'd have been out there protesting. Um, well, well, Vin- Let Vinny keep his home. Vinny, Vinny did actually have a London bus take fifteen of his dog friends to um, to, to court um, in support of him uh, on on, oh, I love that. on his first day. <laughs> Go, Vinny. Uh, tell, tell me a little bit about Vinny. Uh, Vinny is um, a eight-year-old Maltese Yorkie. Um, he is adorable, stubborn, um, funny, uh, kind, and um, rebellious. So I think when, when 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 people say dogs are like their owners, perhaps <laughs> they're not far off the mark. I was going to say, was it him not taking it that the, the uh, property come to, to, to court and not you? <laughs> You'd want him on your side, that's for sure. They don't let go terriers. I, that's the one thing I do love about a terrier, their tenacity and the fact that, you know, they don't give up. And they, so dogs are like their owners. You didn't give up. And congratulations for that. Yeah. So what do you think Vinny would sound like if he could speak? Um, well, Vinny is a, he's, he's such a funny little dog because he's a five kilo bundle of white fluff. Um, but he thinks we, 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 we live in, um, in Southeast London and he actually thinks he's the toughest dog in Bermondsey. Um, he struts around, <laughs> he struts around like, like a 20, 25 kilo dog. So if, if Vinny could speak, I think he would say, don't give up until Jasmine's law is passed. Get every dog and every pet owner and every animal lover in the country behind Andrew Rosendale and Jasmine's Law. Well, good for you, Vinny. So let's get everyone behind Andrew Rosendale and behind Jasmine's Law and 
follow Poor House and all the incredible work that you're doing. And let's look forward to post of all. Watch this space. We'll, we'll be putting some, some teasers and some, some information out in, in the coming weeks. And, and post of all will actually have its own, its own website. So we'll, we, we, we've got lots going on at the moment. We're, we're also creating the ability to, to host it online should, um, should, should, should that be a requirement. But gosh, if we're all still locked up by next May, I think, <laughs> I don't know what, what, what I think. Yes, I, let, let's, hope, let, let's hope not. Um, but Gabby, it's been so amazing to talk to you and thank you so much for your time and to come on my podcast, God bless you. And we as a foundation will do everything we can to help you so that, you know, having a dog in your life becomes the norm and every pet in every home should be... Our, our aim. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. So that's our show for today. If you liked today's show, please subscribe and rate us on wherever you get your podcasts. It does help other dog lovers to find us. Dog Bless You was produced by Mike Hansen for Pod People Productions and presented by me, Nikki Tibbles. The music by Mike Hansen. And if you want to join or contribute to the Wild at Heart Foundation, please go to wildatheartfoundation.org. Thank you so much and see you soon.